Welcome to Poppin' Your Cherry with Mary Carey. I'm Mary Carey, and I'm here today with my producer, Matt. Hello. It's our, well, this is, you know, everyone has a podcast, like everyone I know, so I figured I must be a follower and join in, Matt. <laughs> I thought, obviously, everyone wants to hear about people's first, so... Why not hear about people popping their cherry? Yeah, right. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for what yeah. this could be because as okay. you as we've experienced the mm. episode that everyone's about to hear, we went all over the place. This isn't just about <laughs> sex. This is about your first and all of life, yes. uh, just leading up to the big first, the one that they mm-hmm. make movies about. What I made movies about. <laughs> In case anyone listening doesn't know who I am, I let's see, I was an adult film star and I ran for governor of California in the 2003 recall election and placed 10th out of over 130 candidates. I was on Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew and Sober House on VH1. But that was a long time ago in my 20s. Now I'm, you know, now I'm just a podcaster. <laughs> So, um, you know, I just thought it would be fun to do this with Matt. But today's guest is one of my really good friends, probably one of my best friends, Megan Hauserman. She was on Beauty and the Geek. She won Beauty and the Geek, uh, the second season. And then she was on Rock of Love season two, I Love Money season one, Charm School season one. And then she had her own show, Megan Wants a Millionaire. Um, But that one was canceled after three episodes because one of the guys on the show... You know, after the months later, after they filmed it, it wasn't until his airing, but then he had murdered his, I guess, new wife. And so because of that, they canceled her show, which I don't know. I really didn't understand why. Like, I understand why they had to cancel it. They didn't want to show a murderer, but I never understood why. Because, you know, Matt, Megan had a lot of like, not backlash from it, but in a way, it was like people were like, oh, we can't have her on another show or something because of it. And I never understood why that affected her. It's not like she pick this guy it's not like you know what i mean it didn't really make sense to me i feel like it's also like a different time that's true these days that wouldn't matter i think about three or four years ago i want to say it was on rupaul's drag race mm-hmm. after the very first episode aired all of these allegations came out that one of the contestants was like a known catfisher and scammer so what they did was like every episode started off with like a an intro card that said like we you know we don't support yeah. the actions of this person and through editing they just did everything in their power to make it seem like they weren't there in this day and age it's like you can't blame people for like the actions of a random stranger on a reality exactly. show that they never met like that's yeah. crazy that's how I always wondered why. Like, I remember when it happened, the production company, because, you know, I was friends with her at the time, told her not to do any interviews about it, not to talk about it. And she, you know, that's when she ended up just like, she left LA and was like back in Florida going to, as we'll find out later, dental hygienist school. But I just really never understood why there was like any, like why it really affected her negatively. Like, it shouldn't have, in my opinion. No, but, absolutely. It, it doesn't know? make any sense. And like, yeah, if you look at her, if you go onto like her wiki page and look at her appearances, you yeah. do see that it it very quickly stalls out at that point. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. For her, it really was like I met her right after let's see, she, Rock of Love was airing because it used to air right after Celebrity Rehab. So when I met her, we both were like on VH1 at the time and she was hosting a party at a club in South Beach that I just knew the owner. So I was there partying and yes, yeah, she was, and then she did I Love Money and she, you know, and she always did, she always played like, well, she won Beating the Geek. I think I Love Money, she made it to the final contestants, Charm School. She got eliminated quickly, but that's because she knew she was doing her own show. So yeah. she like, 
like you said, it was just so much momentum for her. And she was supposed to do, I think it was three seasons was her contract for yeah. uh, her own show. I mean, she, you know? she clearly in the, in the time that I've sat with her and even in the time that yeah. I have seen on reality shows, very smart person, She's very, very, smart. very intelligent person. And that always shined through in the shows was very strategic mm-hmm. on those shows. Yes. She really, no, she really was. That's the crazy thing. So strategic, you know, and now she's just chatting with us about her first. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I want everyone to hear it. So should we get to Megan now? now let's go to the interview. Rogies are like my favorite thing because, really? well, growing up, my grandfather, my adopted grandpa was Ukrainian. So we always had pierogies in Ohio. And then when we moved to Florida, they didn't have them anywhere. And so he would have them. They didn't even sell them at the store. So he would have them sent to us frozen from the Ukrainian church. Wow. And then when I moved to Florida or LA, no one knows what they are. So then when I got to Philadelphia, they sell them everywhere, like at bars, at baseball games, pierogies everywhere. Yeah, so, so you just went crazy. I eat them for every meal while I'm there. <laughs> Megan wouldn't eat them because they're I've potato. had them. I used but to I mean, eat them. Yeah, but she was you wouldn't eat a bunch of potatoes in pasta with sour cream for every meal. <laughs> this is why Megan is so skinny. Because she's so good with her food. She like knows how to eat. She's you've always been like that. Megan's always <laughs> been like that. Like when we were young, even if we were drunk. I remember I had that video of you, me, and Cecile at Jerry's Deli. Yeah, I remember um, that. Megan ordered like a grilled chicken sandwich on whole wheat while she was drunk. You know, who does that? <laughs> Most people order like really fattening foods. <laughs> Megan, welcome to Popping Your Cherry with Mary Carrie. Uh, you are my first guest. So you are actually popping my podcast cherry. I'm popping your cherry. You're popping my, you know what? I'm glad. This is like, you're the perfect person to pop my cherry because, well, because I think you're hot. She's really hot, right, Matt? I mean, yeah. you're the only singer from, you know, the waist up. But yeah, Megan's really hot <laughs> and she's popping my cherry today. And well, now I just want to get into with you, Megan, all your firsts, you know, different mm-hmm. things that were just like your first experience, you know, the first time you did anything. And okay. starting with, do you remember the first day of your life? Like what's, well, okay, not your first day, <laughs> not the day you were born, but what is the first day of your life you remember? Like, were you like age seven, age four? Oh like, my gosh. See? That's I a know. weird question. The first day of my life I ever remember. Let's yes. see. Well, you know what? I did grow up in Parkland, Florida. Right what down the street from Wait a minute. you. I didn't know you grew up in Parkland. You never said that before. I was born in Parkland. No, yes. you weren't. Yes, I was. Wait a minute. Then why'd you guys move? Come back here. <laughs> because when I left there in 1983, <laughs> There's I lived on a dirt road <laughs> and they didn't even have mail service back then. <laughs> that sounds like Parkland. I volunteer to pass out the mail because it was literally the middle of nowhere. It still kind of is, but now we've got more houses in the middle Let's of nowhere. See. Oh my gosh. I never knew that. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So then, okay. So your first thing you remember is, is living in Parkland. Yeah. And my mom used to like to walk around naked. Oh, I do that too. And it was not a problem because nobody 
lived anywhere near there. Your mom, I'm so happy to know about your mom walking around naked. Yeah. Because I'm always worried because I walk around naked and I always fear when I have a kid, am I going to have to learn to put clothes on? Yes, you were supposed to do that. Yeah, but look at you're not, you're fine and your mom walked around naked. I am not fine. I think you are. I think you turned out really good. So, well, but that's great. weird what? because my kid wants me to walk around naked. Yeah, he would like that. You know, my parents are both postal workers yeah. mm-hmm. and yes. my mom's nickname at the post office was Miss Goodbody. What? In the 70s. Wait, yeah, so, she had- so your parents are both postal workers and they yeah. didn't stay in the town that didn't have a working post office? They could have <laughs> struck gold there. That's a good point. That's so true. I know. Yeah. That's so funny. Wait, well, what age did she, like how old were you when your mom started wearing clothes? She never started wearing clothes. Really? <laughs> and this is such good news for me. I'm so excited to hear about this. Naked. She just knows her style. That's, but that's such, oh my God, now I have inspiration for when I'm a parent. No, I'm, no, I'm going to wear clothes. So, <laughs> but wait, what about around your brother? Did she still walk around naked too? Yeah. Just, uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Even friends would come over and she'd walk around. Oh, okay. So I put clothes like on when people come over. To the core. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. So then she must, that, that's, I can't even believe that. Yeah. What about, okay, what about when you were in high school? Did she put clothes on? I mean, when she left the house. Eventually, when we started having neighbors, she had to wear clothes outside. Wait, she even went outside? Yeah, in Parkland. <laughs> she would walk around outside completely naked. Now, did, I, but you know what? I feel like wasn't that kind of like, I mean, because she grew up, I, I guess, mean, I guess like, in the 60s. Yeah, whatever, you know? Yeah, did, didn't a lot of people walk around I mean, naked? It was definitely a hippie for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess, gosh, maybe, I mean, I like the naked part of the hippie lifestyle. I just don't like the rest <laughs> of it. The rest of it's not my thing. Well, now I want to know about your first day of school that you remember. Anything okay. about school. Okay. You know, I went to um, preschool, I guess. Do you remember? <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember it. I don't think there's anything interesting there. <laughs> really? I mean, preschool? I remember only one thing from preschool and it was like, I remember the first time I just got in trouble. It was like, they were Mm -hmm. telling us to clean up and I refused. And I just remember I kept playing with whatever this little like Legos type thing. Oh, I I have a, I have an old memory. I have an old memory. Just tell me. Okay. What is it? You know, my dad was a mailman. Yeah. And on his break, you know, in the in the seventies, things were more relaxed, you know? Yeah. So he used to keep like a beach chair in his mail truck and he would like pull over at the beach and, you know, layout oh. during his shift and that you know, meet fun. up with the other mailmen. Oh my gosh. And one time a baby duck came over to him when he was at the beach, had no mom or whatever. So yeah. he brought the baby duck home in his mail truck to me and gave it to me as a pet when I was like two years old. Oh, that's and I used to um, wash him in a little pot and he I kept him in my house. I used to I have a picture of me taking a bath with my baby duck. And then my brother stepped on the duck and he died. <gasps> and oh ever after that, I wanted another baby duck. So I used <laughs> to chase baby ducks every year and catch them and hide them in my closet oh in my, my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes, I did. And my parents would always hear like all these crazy animal screamings in the house and have to check around in the closets and we find baby ducks hidden in my house. Ducks can be vicious too. They are like not ducklings, <laughs> little ducklings. <laughs> but then little they grow. Guys. They grow. They go they get big though. Yeah, I never had them that long. <laughs> <laughs> I would just steal lettuce from my kitchen. 
and throw it in the closet for the ducks. Oh my gosh, Megan. Well, you are an animal lover still to this day. I am an animal lover. So, you know, she really is quite an animal lover. So I guess it started from your preschool age. Okay. Do you remember your first day of high school? I got in a lot of trouble in middle school. So my parents sent me to Pope private school to wear a uniform. I got sent home because my skirt was too short. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't go to school for very long. I dropped out. I went, I got my GED and then I went to um, college. I think that's still, I think that's incredible. I mean, to do that, to go to, because then you went to community college, right? And then Got yourself yeah, for into- two years, and then yeah. I um, transferred to University of Illinois, and I got my accounting degree. I know an account. I always tell people that about because I'm very, I'm personally impressed with it because she was like probably the only hot girl I ever met in LA that has a degree, especially a useful one. Because I was gonna have a degree in like dance or theater, which is kind of pointless. But Megan has an accounting degree, isn't that? And I, you know, I have another degree. I have a science degree in dental hygiene. <gasps> That's I went right. Back and got another degree. Wow, that's that's degree. Right. You have more degrees than me. <laughs> when you went back to school for your dentist one, did you actually have to go back and get like core curriculum from college, or what did you have to go back? No, and- because I already had a bachelor's degree, so then I just wow. had to go and take like all the science classes. So Megan could clean your teeth and mm-hmm. like do your, your taxes. taxes. Yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. I remember on the last day of my dental hygiene school, I asked my teacher what a dental hygienist did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so what do dental hygienists do? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't just get to like hang out in the dental office and like meet doctors, meet dentists, meet <laughs> dentists. Yeah. Oh my, I make it. I really could not see you cleaning teeth. I can't. I didn't realize. I really did not realize that that was what I was training. Because you thought they were more like assistants, like passing yeah. the tools, right? I thought it was yeah. Just, you know, like wear cute scrubs and pass, you know, work with the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> did you actually have to like clean teeth? I did. Yeah. I, did. <gasps> I picture, honestly, if you saw my mom's mouth, it would be hard for you to clean because she's handicapped. She can't clean her teeth well. And mm-hmm. when I took her to the dentist, I felt like the hygienist kind of was uh, in shock a bit over it. Like, did you ever see someone's mouth that you just didn't want to touch? I mean, I don't want to get too graphic into yes, it. Yes, get you know, graphic. When you're in, <laughs> in, your, in your school, I mean, your patients are mostly like homeless people that are coming in that never brush their teeth and have like oh. serious illnesses that you're training on. Yeah. But you're under like such pressure to, you know, like finish them in a certain amount of time and their mouth is like so infected that you even like touch their gums and it just starts like gushing blood everywhere. So, I mean, yeah, I've seen some really crazy stuff. (gasps) Yeah, because I remember there was a good seven or eight years where I didn't have health insurance and that was everyone's big tip was like, go to like a dental hygienist school and volunteer to have a teeth cleaning there for free since you don't have the insurance to get your teeth cleaned. I haven't haven't gotten mine cleaned since I moved to Florida. You should, should get them clean. I need will you send me a good I need a good dentist. We should yeah. do a YouTube video of me cleaning your teeth. You know what? <laughs> Megan, let's do it. Let's do it. I would like that. I always get so nervous when they clean my teeth because of my veneers that my, mm. I actually really regret getting veneers because I didn't know you had to get them done all the time. I thought it was permanent. Probably of anything I've ever done, like between Botox fillers, boob jobs. The veneers was like the worst experience of my life. I hated it. And I don't want to do it again. And I need well, to do it. When you get them redone, it's just like a boob job. You know, it's not as bad as the first really? time. Really? It's not? Right. Because the first time they're like, you know, 
filing That's down true. your teeth oh, to make room for this like overlay mm-hmm. of, you know, ceramic. So it's really bad. They'll just have to remove it and replace it. It's not going to be like the first time. The dentist is a weird spot because even in like my thirties, it's one of the only places where I can go as an adult where I'm still afraid that a stranger is going to discipline <laughs> me about something that I, I know. Right? Like, They're always like, you're not flossing enough. You know, <laughs> who really other than Megan probably does, but do a lot of a lot of people do not floss their teeth like they're supposed to. I mean, most people don't do. I don't think, right? I mean, I do it. You do? I every really day get in there. Oh, every day, every day, yeah. Because you don't realize there's four sides of your teeth when you're brushing them. You're only brushing two sides of them. Okay. The other two sides are dirty. You have to clean them. I need to do this. I'm gonna start because I had a feeling she probably was someone who flossed her teeth, but there can't be that many people that do though. Right? Do you? You don't, Matt, right? Yeah, I floss at night. So maybe I'm the only one who does it. I get, oh, well, no. Listen, I've gotten yelled at enough times that now I'm like floss Listerine and brush at night and then just a brush first thing in the morning as well. Just okay. to like, because I'm, I'm sick of being yelled at at 36 years old. I don't want strangers being upset with me anymore. Okay, you guys have inspired me. I'm going to start. I feel like this is this so far has been very educational for people right now. Anyone listening now knows how important it is <laughs> to like floss and clean their teeth. So I'm really happy that we've brought education so far, Matt, to the podcast. What about, what was your first real date? Do you remember your first real date? Um, like middle school date? Or like, oh, I don't know. You went on a date in middle school? Yeah, I did. It was really cute. I went Which to Wilk t- Chamberlain's. And oh, had- yeah, off of Glades, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> my mom dropped me off. It was cute, yeah. Oh, my gosh. How, how old were you? I don't know, like maybe like 10. Oh, that's really young. Wait, whose mom was supervising you guys? No, my mom dropped us off. But wait. Oh, she dropped both of you off? Yeah. And we played games and then we had pizza. Just the two of you? <laughs> yeah. That was really nice of her to do that. Okay. Do you remember your first kiss? Was it the same boy? <laughs> no, he never kissed me. I don't really remember. Must Maybe in like camp, sleepaway camp. Yeah. I think that might have been possible. <laughs> I'm trying to remember mine. I remember the first time I kissed a girl. <laughs> Wait a minute. Really? So on my 18th birthday, I went to a strip club in Fort Lauderdale. The booby trap. Oh, my God. I worked there. You worked there? It's like a trailer. I know. <laughs> I started off. Oh, my God, a- Mary. It was you. <laughs> Might have been, right? I was 19, and I'm a year and a half older than you. So it, I was working there July and August of 99. It must must have been like November because I know it's my birthday. Okay. So I wasn't there. No strip clubs on. 99. You I know. Been there. Yeah. No, that was like my fourth or fifth strip club. I only was a regular stripper for four months, but I kept going around. I started out nice one, like pure platinum, then the gold fingers and the cheetah three then the diamond dolls. And finally I ended up with the booby trap because it was the only one I kept getting in trouble for underage drinking. By the time I made it down to like the lowest strip club, nobody, <laughs> nobody really ID'd me. I told them I was 26, you know? But yeah, I did work there. That's so funny. And you had your first kiss there with a stripper. That's true. Yes. What did she look like? She was blonde and with big boots. I, that's all I remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I always liked. That's the type of people I always liked. You <laughs> smelled good, like strawberry body spray. <laughs> Lots of, yeah, I call it my stripper spray. Like whenever I go to feature dance, if I forget it, like if I don't bring it, I always stop at like a Walgreens and buy just like whatever the cheapest little body splash and just coat myself yeah. in that. I am curious, what was your first celebrity crush? Oh, Jordan from the back. Um, what's it called? New Kids on the Block. <gasps> oh, in fourth, mine was in fourth grade. I liked, you know who I liked? I liked Donnie. Really? Yeah, with I was little, a Donnie. With the little uh, tail? 
Yes. What's it called? Mullet I don't know what to tail? call those. I guess <laughs> like that was a big thing that boys all had in the eighties. It's like a braid, I think. Yeah, it was all a different long things. braid. Yeah, that was your style. I, I remember my fourth grade. Well, I just I think I liked that he was like a bad boy. Mm-hmm. So I originally liked Jordan, but I switched over to Donnie. I had a little know? trading card of him. I used to stare <gasps> at it. <laughs> I had VHS tapes of like their concerts oh, really? and I would watch them like every day after school, my whole bedroom. I remember my fourth grade birthday party. Everyone mm-hmm. just brought me like a different new kids on the block thing. Like I had multiple pillows of them. Yeah. And then it was like kind of stuck because all of a sudden they weren't cool anymore, like a year or two later. And I was like, I have all this new kids on the block stuff. And I remember I actually still really liked them, but since they weren't like popular anymore, I had to give them up. Same thing yeah. happened to you because you must have been in third grade then when you liked them. I mean, I wasn't like that into them. Oh, you weren't not like I was me. into Madonna. I had Madonna no, posters I wasn't that all into over her. my wall, like naked Madonna posters really? everywhere. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> At like eight years old? Yeah. I picture eight-year-old Megan singing like a virgin. I did. I would record <laughs> myself and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Megan, did you like Paula Abdul? I liked her a little, but I was like obsessed with Madonna for like years and years and years. Really? Well, you could, I mean, she still looks really good. I think. Yeah, she does. She's like 61 or 62, I think. Yeah, she looks really good. I want to meet her. Maybe we could get her on the podcast. Yeah. Let's see. What was your, oh, your first drink of alcohol? Oh, I mean, I've been drinking my whole life. (laughs) No, but how old do you think you are? My parents used to give me beer when I was a kid. So, her parents sound awesome. I mean, I mean, that's really, they give you beer. Yeah. How oh, old? Yeah. I mean, young. I mean, under 10. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I never had alcohol until I was 16. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. They got but, the other kids, they weren't allowed to come over. <laughs> and they probably all wanted to come over. You know I what I mean? It's a bad influence. I mean, if you think about it, it sounds like a fun home. Naked mom. <laughs> Naked mom here. and alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Your first car. Oh, my dad bought me a car on my 16th birthday. Oh, good. Oh, I have a good story. So <laughs> when I was 12, yeah. that was the first time I drove a car. Oh, my gosh. My dad and my brother were out of town, and my brother left his car. And I was like, I'm going to drive tomorrow. So I watched my mom drive her car, and I was like, okay, turn the key. <laughs> reverse. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. And she went to work and I took the car. You know, I used to live in Boca Greens. So yeah. I drove around the neighborhood practicing without using the gas, just like steering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And then I was like, I'm going to go pick up my friend. She lives near the mall. So I drove At all 12. the way from West Boca to the mall, picked her up. First oh time gosh. I ever drove a car. Nobody yeah. ever taught me. And we wanted to, I don't know where we were going, but I realized that we were going the wrong way. So I needed to make a U-turn. And I didn't know any rules of the street lights. Oh, no. So when the light turned green, I made a U-turn and I didn't know the light turns green for the people going the other direction too. Oh no. So a huge truck smashed into us. Oh my God. I wasn't yeah. expecting car accident in this story. You, well, are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just first time driving a car. Car accident should be the first thing you're thinking. So uh, like we pulled over, we ran out of the car, we ran back to her house and we tried to pretend like the car got stolen because nobody would have <laughs> suspected that I took the car and drove it across the city. So what did your parents, how did they find out? Did they? Did they? Finally, I just told my mom it was me, you know, because the yeah. police were looking for us. I left the car at the mall, you know, they saw, <laughs> they had a report that two girls ran from the car. So I had to admit to it. And then I had to go to court 
you know, because I got a ticket for driving without a license, making improper U-turn, leaving the scene of an accident. Oh my God. So my mom put me in my Girl Scout uniform, like this green Girl Scout uniform. I remember to go to court. me into the courthouse. Yes. And stood there in front of the judge in my Girl Scout uniform on. And they that's like, that's a good idea. I think that's did it work? Did it help? They gave me like five hours of community service and dropped the everything. Girl Scout out. uniform at the court. And I had to go to Planned Parenthood and organize STD brochures for five hours. Oh my gosh. That's a really good idea, too, though. I think the Girl Scout uniform. I picture if Megan and I got in trouble today, like we'd go show up in Girl Scout uniforms to the. That's to a the good court. idea. Or schoolgirl outfits. So, anyways, so then when I, the next time, Nobody would ever let me drive after that. Oh my, my dad God. bought me a car on my 16th birthday. Oh, that's right. That was but I had no idea how to drive. I had no license. So I just kept driving to the DMV every day, failing the tests until on the third day, they finally just gave me my license. That sounds like Florida. Although yeah. they, you know, they did that for me in LA when I had to get my California license after the Florida one. I kept failing the written test because I didn't study or anything. And yeah. I don't know. Who knows which way to turn the wheels if you're parking down a hill, Very you know? Complicated. Yeah. So and when I failed after the third time, you're supposed to have to like leave. You can't take it again. I kept taking it. So yeah. they let me take it a fourth time. And then I still failed, but um, by one question again. <laughs> so the lady was just like, here, just have it. And she let me go. I had to take my permit test seven times. Really? Like, this is like a very weird excuse, but I blame it on being like an honors student in school because you're you're really trained in honors class to expect that every question is a trick. And like oh, the written true. driver's test is very, <laughs> very distinct. Like, it's like, like there's no trick in those questions, yeah. but I was like, it couldn't possibly be this easy. And I would like overthink the questions oh over and over and over again. Yeah, it took me forever. I got a perfect score the first time. Show off. Well, no, in high school, I was such a, in high school, I was just such a, like, uh, like I had to have my straight A's. The people who are listening won't be able to see this, but I can just show it off to you guys. This is my, next to my two porn awards up on my shelf. I've got my pine, my, my high school. This is my dance plaque for the fine arts award at Pinecrest school. It's next to my AVN hall of fame trophy. (laughs) See, but then I, I don't know. I don't know where my intelligence went. I lost my book smart somehow. I did. I I was book smart. I've lost it all. Okay, Megan, what was your first job ever? My first job was when I was 16 and I delivered Chinese food. Did you get fired from your job delivering Chinese food? (laughs) I did. And I really liked it because I was getting tons of tips. Oh. But they wanted, like, I kept wearing, like, these little tiny outfits, and that's why I got fired. I feel like it would be like a porn. I'm not wearing enough clothes. Yes. Can you picture that, though? That, like, they always do pizza delivery in porn, but imagine if it was, like, a really hot. Yeah, with Chinese food and a little. Your noodles are here. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody order an egg roll. (laughs) I can see that your fortune cookie, like you could like do a sexy fortune cookie thing for people. Yeah. Would you like me to read your fortune? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I didn't know this either. I like, this is so fun learning new stories. 
You, I probably told you this. You just don't remember. I was, was probably so drunk. drunk. I know. There were so many things we talked about when I, when I was younger because we would go. I would stay at her place sometimes when I would come to visit my mom. Yeah, like we would plan our – I would be like, I'm going to be in Florida these two weeks. Yeah. And then we would meet up in Florida. Yeah. So we could visit our moms and then go party in South Beach. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. And I always had – so I sometimes would stay with like my – I had a, this guy, lawyer Dan, chiropractor Darren, or Megan. And they were great because when I would come to Florida, I would like to come to Florida when I was like low on money and didn't want to spend too much in LA. I'm like, okay, I'm going to come to Florida so I can go out to eat every day for free and like not have any expenses for a couple of weeks. <laughs> and Megan even had a place we would go, this restaurant bar where we got free food and free, free drink. drinks. So we kind of would just go hang out there, <laughs> go back to her house watch tv watch beauty and the geek the one time i never seen it so i guess we should talk about that what was your first i guess entertainment industry job well i mean even when i was little i used to look at my dad's playboys and i was like that's <laughs> what i want to do i was like i, I want to be in playboy you know yeah and so i always like wanted to do that so mm -hmm. when i was maybe like 21 mm -hmm. i had to like set up a camera in my room and i would like take pictures of myself and i would have to mail them in to playboy yeah. mm -hmm. you know because that was like the, there was no internet really back then i did the same thing I and mean, i would like hand write a letter, a letter. Me too. i wrote a letter i had yeah. my ex tape naked polaroids but then yeah. i had my normal like headshots from my theater classes at fau so i mailed it in and like i didn't hear back from for a couple months yeah a couple and, months it took for me too yes and then i lived yes. in chicago which the playboy headquarters was yeah. in chicago and so i um was going Skiing, actually, for like the first time in Wisconsin. And I had like these really like short shirt on and like low ski pants on, like my stomach was showing, you know, I wanted to look. And I had no idea how to ski when I went with my boyfriend. And I just like fell down the mountains. And in Wisconsin, it's not like fresh snow. It's like ice, you know? <laughs> so I had like these ice burns all over my body. It was disgusting. <laughs> and the next weekend, I was going in for my Playmate test shoot. Oh, and no. I didn't want to cancel, you know, because it's yeah. like the most important thing that's ever happened in my life. So I yeah. went in there and I looked like... I was like a drug addict or something. Like I was like disgust. Like I had huge scabs all over my stomach. <laughs> it was horrible. Oh. And they, they were like trying to be nice, but they were like, like, what is going on? Like, you, yeah. you know, so I never, I didn't hear from them ever again. And I was like, that's it. Then like a couple of months later, I was walking into a sushi restaurant in Chicago and it was like a revolving door. And at the exact same time, this woman was walking out of the sushi restaurant and mm -hmm. like came back in and followed my table and was like, I am the vice president of Playboy. I want you to come and pose for Playboy. And she was mm -hmm. like, I don't have any of my cards, but I'm going to write my phone number down. Call me on Monday. So I called her on Monday. And like that weekend, they sent wow. me a ticket and sent me out to LA. And then I stayed at the Playboy Mansion for like four days. And they did a test shoot and I went out to dinner and it was crazy. Dreams come true. Right? <laughs> what was your first time at the Playboy Mansion like? It was exciting, right? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. like you see it on TV and the girls next door just started airing. Oh, yeah. So, so it was there with fun. Them. But then at the same time, it was like very strange. You know, mm. because like inside, like everything was like falling apart. Like the house I know. was so like yeah. deteriorated. 
and yeah. like it needed so much work. And like I remember I tried to take a shower and like the handle fell off the shower. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And there was like it was freezing. There was like no heat in the bunny mm. house. And they yeah. had to like roll in these like old heaters and plug them into the wall. And then like half was like so old and mm-hmm. senile. Yeah. Like he couldn't remember anybody's names and he had a piece of paper in his pocket and he would pull it out and be like, so, uh, you know, and like list the people's names that were in the room with him. Aww. It was really weird. And then we would go out to dinner. You know, he has like a photographer following him around, like mm-hmm. his own paid mm-hmm. paparazzi. I love that. I want that. I want it's that. Weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Megan, we should find someone to do that for us. Mm-hmm. Like, Everywhere we go, like when we yeah. go to yoga, have a photographer there. She doesn't seem sold on that idea, Mary. That silence spoke volumes to that idea. Anyway, you know, like he would bring his own food to the restaurants. Oh. Like he had a cooler and mm. someone brought it in and they cooked his food and brought it to the table. And he did that everywhere he went. It was huh. like really weird. Yeah, and I didn't know that. Every Sunday there, there was movie night, mm-hmm. and he would have, like, his friends come over, and you had to, like, watch movies with them, and they were not, like, celebrities. They were, like, 80-year-old guys in wheelchairs <laughs> with eye patches <laughs> and, like, breathing machines watching, like, black and white movies. Like, it was not glamorous <laughs> at all. <laughs> But it sounds fun still. It was, fun. It was still fun. But. So that was your first, I guess we'd say, entertainment industry job. How did you get into reality TV? Around that same time, my boyfriend at the time was a security guard on the Jerry Springer show. Oh, okay. And Jerry so Springer. he would he would always need girls to like just be on the show, on the mm-hmm. stage. So I did that yeah. a couple times. I remember I was going to do that. They had contact like when I was 21, I think they had contacted me, but they weren't going to like... I remember I wanted a lot of money to like go out there because I was going to fly there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah, I ended up not doing it. But you were there. God, I could have met you there. Yeah. We almost met so many times. I know. The booby trap, Jerry Springer. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. So you did Jerry Springer show. Yes. And then I watched – I saw the first season of Beauty and the Geek. Mm, And I thought it was like so funny. Yeah. And then I was looking on Craigslist for just like modeling stuff in Mm -hmm. Chicago. And I saw the audition for Beauty and the Geek. They were doing it in (laughs) Chicago for season two. And so it was like at a bar downtown. So I was like the first person there. You know, I like to be early for everything. Yeah. So I was like the first person waiting at the bar. And I had like my Playboy pictures with me. And I wore like a little short skirt. They were like, I remember they like were looking for girls that had like a titles, you know. I remember they wrote down Playboy and they like circled it, you know. Yeah. And so then they called me like a week later and they said I had to make an audition tape and <laughs> mail it to them. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this was like before iPhones, you know. Yeah. You have like a video camera. You couldn't uh-huh. edit it. Like there was yeah. like. You have to hit like pause and stuff and like yeah, start. I did. Like, I yeah, had to, like, I re- set it up and hit like yeah. record and like stop it. And so like I never got to watch it. It was just like yeah, you just did it. So I had this idea because it was supposed to be like a day in your life. Yeah, so I had this idea where I was gonna set up the camera in my bedroom and like I woke up and I had pajamas on. And I like pretended I was like waking up in my bed, and then I was like, "Oh, it's so nice outside!" And I 
rip off my pajamas and I have like a little bikini on underneath there. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, okay, ready to start my day. And then I just recorded myself going around like the city in my bikini. Like I was like walking, I had my roommate standing on one side of the street and I was like walking a dog across the street with cars (laughs) going by in my bikini, (laughs) riding bikes and like barbecuing or something, like doing all this stupid stuff. They sent in my video yeah. and they called me and they were like, your video really got our attention. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably like, no one probably ever thought of making a video like that. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. So then you had, they sent me out to LA for a seven day audition where oh they gosh. lock you up in a hotel room. You're not allowed to leave your room for seven days. That's crazy. And they do like all these screen tests and psychological tests and mm-hmm. like, Whatever. I met Ashton Kutcher. He was the one that was like making the final decisions. Oh, was he on? Was he the producer yeah, he was of the, the show? Producer, yeah. Oh. So he was like, what is like something, like a, a story of you doing something stupid? And I told him, like, I don't know why, but it's like every time I go to get gas, I forget that I'm getting gas and I drive away without taking the nozzle out of my car. <laughs> And he was like, well, when do you realize that? And I'm like, when I hear it ripping out of my car. (laughs) And I'm like, again? And that was pretty much it. They were like, okay, sign here. (laughs) I I do want to know, what what is it like on those types of shows? Because, like, I have a friend who's kind of the person who's gotten me into watching reality TV in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. And she's always pushing me of like, you should do the circle. You would crush it on the circle. But like the idea of being like completely cut off from everybody that I know for like two or three weeks seems torturous. Like how do you prepare yourself for that? I mean, you really have to have like no responsibility. (laughs) 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 Because I mean, it's up to six weeks. That you have no phone, no TV, no access to anyone. You're just like in this trapped bubble for six weeks, you know, sometimes. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's fun as long as you have nothing to worry about, like, in the real world, (laughs) which is fun for me. I wonder tensions are so high on those shows. I know, right? Yeah, exactly. Because you have nothing to do but to think about what's going on there, you know? Yeah. It's even longer. When you were on I Love Money, I thought it was good because it really showed off, like, how smart Megan is when you watch it. Cause she, it's like, you really can tell, I mean, the way she manipulated everybody. Well, you're also just so much smarter than everyone. So you're not even manipulating them. You're just so much smarter than everyone else there. That was just, you know what I mean? Really easy for you to get them to do whatever you wanted, but you were, you, everything you said made sense. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, I mean, there's a lot of production that goes into it. True. 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 You know? How many, but how many months was that? That was a long time. That was wasn't only it? six weeks. Oh, for some reason, I thought that was like three months. Mexico, I don't know why. You know, so it was six weeks, like without eating like American Ugh. food and like oh, and just getting really drunk. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I feel like if I was on a show, like a rally show, where like luckily the ones I did, I was sober. So I feel like if I was drunk on the shows, a lot of people wouldn't have liked me. I mean, I guess they would have thought it was funny, but I would have ended up like, I don't know. I feel like most of the American public would hate me if they saw me on. Or you'd just be a meme. I mean, that's true. I guess. I mean, it would be. I think that's how I think I would be like Brandy times like a hundred in a way. Well, because no, it would be it, like the Jersey Shore. It would be that's like, true. I guess like, you get like 
crazy. Well, yeah, you know what, Matt? So you've probably never seen House Tips in New York, but like one day Megan even had a good point. I am a lot like Dorinda when I'm drunk. Like They were bringing back the surreal life. They are. On, I almost got to be on season two of that. Oh my and God. then they put Ron Jeremy so in some of me. You would have been great on that. You should contact them. You know what? They could bring both of us, Megan, because they would be bringing you as like reality TV star and they could bring me as like former porn star. And that way we would have our own like little alliance. Because <laughs> you know what Megan did, um, Beauty and the Geeks, she made a deal with the other girl and that they would split the money when Megan won. So Megan and I will do that in surreal life. Together we'll be unstoppable. Nobody will see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's true. I mean, Megan and I just need our own reality show. They need to make Real Housewives of Boca slash Parkland. Or at least just like a show about the two of us. That's all we need. <laughs> well, maybe someone listening to this podcast has a production company <laughs> and they're going to make a show about us. It would be really good. I think, you know, although we've missed a lot of the drama. I had a lot of the first six months I lived in Florida would have been great television. What about the first day in Florida? Can I, oh, yes. Mary calls me. <laughs> she's like, I just got to Florida. I have no car. I can, you come and a couple things. And I'm like, no problem. What do you need? She's like, uh, body wash and toilet paper. <laughs> and I'm like, sure, you know, I'll stop and get you some. I'm like, by the way, what have you been using in the bathroom? <laughs> Just curious. And she's like, my placemats. <laughs> because we're placemats. So wait, wait, wait. I'm like, your placemats, are they cloth? No, they're rubber. Rubber. <laughs> How is that possible? Is all I had. That's the best we could come up with for a toilet plate. Was it tissues? Not a paper towel. No, because I had no furniture because I flew in. A t-shirt, maybe. I, mean, I guess I could have thought of sock. <laughs> the person who like we we had a little furniture in the house, and the person who like left furniture for me put placemats down. But so I just... Mary, there is no excuse. No excuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seemed like a good idea. The times you use them. <laughs> okay. Do well, they reusable placemats? No, <laughs> I think I threw them away, though. Mary, but like, are I think... they on your table right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I gave them back to the lady who like staged oh the house God. for me. For the day. You know, I was I had been drinking since the night before. It was like by the time this happened, it was like three or four in the afternoon so it was but Megan was a good friend and she brought me toilet paper right. yes and she took me out to eat we were hungry so we went out to eat that was nice mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think I didn't I like I danced in the restaurant a little I think or uh yeah that did happen <laughs> <laughs> I probably I think I pulled my pants down too a right? little bit of a show <laughs> That tends to happen when I'm drunk too, Matt. I put on like dancing shows in inappropriate places, like in the places where you shouldn't. Really making a mark in the new state. <laughs> I, I did, that's for sure. Well, wait, I'm trying to think any more first about reality TV. Oh, what was your first impression of Brett Michaels on Rockable? I mean, he actually was so uh, likable in person. Aww, he yeah. had a great personality. Mm -hmm. And he literally made like every single girl think that like they could be the winner. Like he was Aww. such a good actor. Yeah. But really? like you could not look at him 
with like a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> Were you taller than him? He's really short. I wore, isn't he? Well, he wore the hat. So, you know, that kind of compensated. Okay. The wig, you know, it Could was you tell so it was a wig? Much. If he didn't have the bandana on, it was like, I, I, I mean, just, it was, it was hard to look at. Wait, so it was an actual wig or was it extensions? He had extensions, but okay. then sometimes it was just a wig. And it huh. was not good. It was not good. Really? Yeah. What, did anyone ever get to see him without the wig? Uh, I don't think so. You know, he was like protective over the, the wig situation. <laughs> Interesting. What about, did someone have sex with him while they were filming or no? Heather, I'm sure right? many yeah. girls had sex with him. They did? Me, if I would meet him in the attic one day, he was like, I know somebody they can get us in the attic. Did you go? No, I did not go to the attic. Oh my! But other girls did things like this. Other girls were definitely banging him. So girls were having sex with him and then still getting eliminated. They must have been really upset. Yeah. If they, (laughs) (laughs) if I were him, I would like have like have sex with them right before I know they're going to be eliminated. You know what I mean? So that way you wouldn't have to deal with them. Okay. Now it's time to know how did you pop your cherry? My goodness. (laughs) I mean, you know, it was with my boyfriend. Aww. I met him at Taco Bell. Oh, were you working at Taco Bell? <laughs> no, he worked no? at Taco Bell. I went in there. He asked me for my phone number. <laughs> we like went on a few dates. <laughs> That's good. Was it in a car or at a house or? In a car, yes. In a car. I feel like a lot of people have sex in the cars when they're 16. Yeah, it was in yeah. the car. 16. Or you have to, or when someone's parents go out of town. Those are like your only, you know, time to like sex as a teenager so like you said the first time was in the car did you know we were going to have sex that night or was it like you went and had an actual date and it like unexpectedly happened oh no i think for a while he wanted to do it Mm. and then i was like okay this is the day we're gonna do it (laughs) okay so that was the point of the get together basically i mean i don't remember i remember my mom dropped me off at his house (laughs) (laughs) and then we went for a drive and then i was like okay we're gonna do it (laughs) oh that's so cute he must have been so happy wow where'd you guys go like with like a park or you went to parkland wait you went to parkland because it was empty like all the whole neighborhood was under construction so there was oh it was like a cold attack that's yeah because west boca didn't really have much like a lot of houses like they do now out there Mm -hmm. Interesting. Wow. In the car. Were you scared you were going to get caught? Like anyone was going to see you? No, I mean, it was like, an, you know, like nobody lived around there. <laughs> I don't know. It was like a construction site. Yeah. Megan, this was so much fun. I want to ask her more. I want to have Megan every week and just ask her more yeah. first. <laughs> I mean, she does live so close. So Megan, where do people find you? So you finally, Megan finally started Instagram, which is a big deal. You know, I can't believe she waited so long. You should have started sooner. I should have started sooner. I didn't know what yeah. I was missing. Yeah, right? You like it, right? It's I fun. do. It's fun now. I just started. I just made my first Instagram. Still figuring it out. It's a little complicated. I know. it. <laughs> you need to post more. You know what I think you would do really well on? Because you're very mm-hmm. creative and you're good at editing is TikTok. I think you would be a, like a Oh big my God, t- that's like way over my head. <laughs> I agree. Just based on what she said, the audition tape was yes. for Beauty and the Geek. Like that's the type of like thirty mm-hmm. second piece of content that would yeah. go insane on TikTok. It's true, Megan. And you're very, very like because you're so creative and you're funny with that stuff. And like my problems, I can't 
figure out how to edit like the different things together very well on TikTok, but you're good at that too. Can I be in some of the videos? Let's make our first TikTok next Tuesday at yoga. <laughs> my, my favorite thing about what's happening right now for listeners, <laughs> listeners who don't get to see the visual of this, is Mary is just saying things at Megan and she has a look that's like, I'm not making a TikTok. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I might make a TikTok though. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> no, I want me to do things that I thought I would never do. You know what? She's going to do it. She's going to do it. This is perfect. We might do it you together. Know, yes, let's do it. Yeah, just have a combined TikTok page. Yeah. I actually, I think that's a good idea. We should do Actually, it. that's a really good idea. Oh, anyways, just follow Megan on Instagram, Miss Megan Hauserman. And I guess the link to YouTube is there, right? Yeah, it's on there. Everyone go watch our YouTube videos, the ones that I'm in with her. <laughs> so that we can get millions and millions of viewers so we could get that reality television show I want. It's all the long con. This whole podcast is just the long con to that end. <laughs> oh, I don't want it to be over. Well, thank you so much, Megan. This is the best way. Megan popped my cherry and I wouldn't want it any other way since, you know, we didn't get to have our first kiss when we were in 1999. We got to do this together instead. I've never kissed Megan. Maybe one day. That is true. I'm a mess. I'm such a wreck. I'm stranded on this road to nowhere. A broken boy searching for that was so much fun, Matt. Did you like listening to Megan? You two could have talked for another four hours. I mean, even I know. the people won't hear this because we stopped recording at that point, but I promise you that I think in the 10 or 15 minutes after we were done recording, Mary pitched about six other reality shows. That <laughs> together. <laughs> well, because I feel like Megan and I together are just really, we're just really funny together. And, you know, I don't know. We need a show. But yeah, we could have, you know, we'll have to have her back since, you know, she also lives close by. Too bad. Well, oh my gosh, you'll come to Florida. She'll come over and we could do like the podcast all just yeah, like a spinoff show. Yes. <laughs> right. It'll be like It'll a be bonus great. episode. It'll be perfect. Mary and Megan like, need a podcast or something. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I, like I said, hopefully I'll have a baby one day and we'll be Mary and Megan or moms. I still think that's, that's a good show. That's a great name for a show right there. But... Uh huh. And, and Matt is the nanny. So then it's like oh, all no. M's. <laughs> perfect. M&M or like M squared. So now with you, we're M cubed. There we go. Perfect. Look at that. And you yeah. said you didn't have any more book smarts. <laughs> you pulled <laughs> M cubed out of there. You know what? There is a lot of times I don't know how. I mean, like. I don't know. I just don't really know. I can't even seem to do math. Like I have to count my fingers. But you remember or cubed. Like, I didn't remember cubed until the okay. second you said it. You know, I actually don't know how I remembered that to be honest. <laughs> I was in the math club. And so I'm always like shocked, like when I have to count on my fingers or, you know, like I remember back when you do deposits at the bank, you know, like 10 years ago and you have to fill out a deposit slip and I would have to like carry my two carry, you know, like in some of my deposit slip, you see my math on it, you know? So if you enjoyed this first episode, there's going to yes. be more. We're going to be doing mm -hmm. this biweekly, at least to start. And I mean, if, yes. if you guys are rabid enough, we can, we can consider <laughs> doing even more. But we're starting small. We're doing every yeah. other Monday. Happy Valentine's Day. That's when this first one drops. But in the uh, meantime, yes, yeah, happy Valentine's Day. In the meantime, give us those rate reviews. Subscribe Thanks. to us. We're on all the podcasting apps. Help us out. This will be fun.
Please help me. I'm begging you. Also, can people follow me on Instagram? <laughs> yeah, what's the, where can they follow you on different social media? Real Mary Carey, Twitter and Instagram, both. And I, I mean, I, I don't know what my TikTok name is anymore because I've given up. It doesn't they matter. Canceled- There's going to be the Mary Megan yeah. one later on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they canceled. No, seriously, like ten different TikToks have been taken down. I'm not even doing anything really. You know what Scandalous I mean? Scandalous like, or anything? Yeah. Yeah, they just keep taking them down. So I've given up. <laughs> Um, okay on a happier note (laughs) on a happier note hey thank you for listening (laughs) 